Okay, my friends. So today we are reading from the Grimm's Fairy Tales book. This is the classic edition by the Brothers Grimm's, illustrated by Don Daly. And the second book, the second story in this book is called Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. Have you ever heard of them before? Uh-uh. I know, they're great. We're about to figure out what's going on with them. The story is read today by Mommy and What's your name? What's your name? Do you have a name? Jungle Knuckles the Hunter with a slingshot. Jungle Knuckles the Hunter with the slingshot. Cool. You can edit the slingshot part. I can edit it? Oh. I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Mommy doesn't really get it. <laughs> but um, I'm not good at it. I'm not technically advanced. I need a team. I need to hire someone who knows how to do it. And no, then everything no, no, will sound no. when special. You, when I said edit it, mm-hmm. I mean like you can just call me Knox or Knuckles oh. or Jungle Knuckles. Oh. But you don't have to call me. The whole thing? Oh, uh, I see. I see. Okay. Well, are you ready for your story, Knox? Okay, here we go. Many years ago, in a great forest, there lived a poor woodcutter, his wife, and his two children, Hansel and Gretel. They had very little to eat. And when a great famine fell on the land, the man could not provide his family with enough food. Do you know what a famine is? Yeah, it's kind of a really sad thing. It's when there's not enough, when the when the land doesn't have the right conditions to make enough food to feed the people that live on the land, right? So either there's not enough rain, and the crops don't grow, or maybe there's too much rain and the crops drown, or something like that. Okay. As the woodcutter prepared for bed one night, he sighed heavily and said to his wife, "What will become of us?" How are we to feed our poor children when we no longer have anything even for ourselves? Now, his wife was a cold, uncaring woman who had never liked her stepchildren. Oh, see, she's not the mother of these children. She's the stepmother. I'll tell you what, husband answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning, we will take the children out to the forest where there are berries to eat. We will give each of them a piece of bread for their supper, and then we will leave them there alone. No, said the man. I could not do such a thing. How could I bear to leave my children alone in the forest? Then... We must all four die of hunger. It is the only chance to survive, she said, and she gave him no peace until he agreed with her. After the man reluctantly agreed to his wife's plan, he lamented his decision. Oh, but I will regret leaving my poor children. He said mournfully, 
Ooh, those are great words. What do you think it means to lament your decision? I don't know. I think it means that you regret it, that you're sad about it, that you think, oh, I'm really, really upset. Why did I do that? Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so miserable. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it means. The two children had not been able to sleep, probably because they were hungry, and they overheard their stepmother's scheme. Do you know what a scheme is? It's a plan that usually has a negative sort of connotation to it. Usually doesn't mean a very good one. What will become of us? How will we survive? Whispered Hansel. Do not worry, Gretel reassured him. We will figure out some way of finding our way back home. Aha, Gretel, she's got a plan. Early the next morning, the stepmother roused them out of bed for an outing in the woods to gather berries. She gave each of them a slice of bread to eat for supper. And on the way into the forest, Hansel had an idea. He broke his bread into pieces in his pocket and stopped every now and then to drop a crumb on the ground, being careful not to let his stepmother see what he was doing. Little by little, he threw all the crumbs on the path they traveled. The stepmother led them deep into the forest where they'd never been before. After hours of walking, she said, Sit down here and rest. Make yourselves comfortable and sleep for a little while. While I finish gathering the berries, I will come and fetch you. Exhausted after the morning's hike, Hansel and Gretel fell asleep quickly. Evening came and went, but no one came to fetch the poor children. They did not awake until it was dark night. Let's go, Gretel, and find the crumbs of bread that I dropped. They will show us the way home, Hansel said confidently. Well, they searched and searched, but they found no crumbs, for the many birds that had been flying about in the woods and the fields had eaten them all up. The next day and the whole night and the next day, but they could not find their way out of the forest, and soon they grew very hungry. And soon they got so tired that their legs would no longer carry them and they lay down beneath a tree to fall asleep. The next morning, they awoke to the sound of a bird singing sweetly. When it had finished its song, it spread its wings and flew away before them, and they followed it until they reached a little cottage. As they approached the house, they saw that it was built of gingerbread and covered with icing and candy and the windows were made of clear sugar. Um, what do you think about that? Right? The house is made of food, said Hansel. We can eat it and have a good meal. Well, they can at least eat it, can't they? I don't know if I'd call it Nothing but gingerbread and sugar, a good meal, but... 
He reached up and broke a piece of the roof to see how it tasted, while Gretel stepped up to the window and nibbled on the panes. A soft voice cried, Nibble, nibble like a mouse. Who is nibbling at my house? Suddenly, the door opened and a very old woman with a cane came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so terribly frightened that they dropped the food they had in their hands. The old woman looked them over and then nodded her head kindly and said, Oh, you dear children, what has brought you here? Hansel and Gretel let the old woman told the old woman that their stepmother had led them deep into the forest and how they had not been able to find the breadcrumbs that were to guide them home. Poor dears, do come in and stay with me. No harm shall happen to you here. The old woman took them both by the hand and led them into her little house. Soon, she was feeding them a delicious meal of milk and pancakes with sugar and apples and nuts. And after dinner, she tucked Hansel and Gretel into a bed covered with clean white linen. After sleeping in the forest for several nights, the children felt as though they were in heaven. And while the children lay sleeping peacefully... The old woman watched over them, her kind eyes hardening into an evil expression as she dropped her innocent disguise. The old woman had only pretended to be kind. In reality, she was a wicked witch who liked to eat little children. Seeing Hansel and Gretel's round, rosy cheeks, she said to herself, What a fine feast I shall have! What are they going to do? I do not know. This is, this is terrible. She grasped Hansel with her withered hands and shut him up in a little cage, locking the door. Although he screamed loudly and fought to escape, it was of no use. Gretel awoke, but Hansel was already locked away. Seeing her stir, the witch cried, Get up, you lazy thing! Fetch some water and cook something good for your brother to eat. And when he is fat enough, I will eat him. Gretel cried bitterly, but the wicked witch forced the little girl to do as she said. And so the best food was cooked for poor Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Every morning, the woman came to the cage and said, Hansel, stretch out your finger so I may feel whether you are getting fat enough. Hansel, however, cleverly stretched out a little stick he had found in the cage. See, the old woman who had very bad eyesight, felt it and thought it was Hansel's finger and was astonished that he did not get any fatter. After a while, the witch lost all her patience and could not wait any longer. Gretel, she cried to the little girl, 
go light the fire. Today I will cook your brother, whether he is fat or lean. Gretel reluctantly obeyed. What does it mean to reluctantly obey? No, to be reluctant means that you're doing it with, oh, you're not, you are not doing it quickly. You are doing it really slowly and feeling like you don't want to do it. You are resisting the urge to be obedient. Okay. Once the fire's flames were darting from the oven, the witch pulled poor Gretel over toward the oven door. Crawl in said the witch, and tell me if it is properly heated. But Gretel guessed at the witch's trick. She knew that once she was inside, the witch would shut the oven door and eat her too. So Gretel replied, I am sorry, but I do not think I am small enough to get through the oven door. Are you sure I will fit? Silly goose, said the old woman. The door is big enough for you. Just look. I could even get in myself. And she put her head into the oven to demonstrate. And as the witch leaned into the oven, Gretel gave her a hard push so that the witch fell right in. And then she shut the iron door and fastened the bolt. While the witch begged Gretel to let her out and she promised she wouldn't hurt the two children, but Gretel ignored her and went to get her brother out of the cage. Hansel, we are saved. The old witch is dead, Gretel called to him as she unlocked the door. Hansel sprang out of the cage and hugged his sister. They were so glad to be saved from the witch that they danced around in joy. See, that's what you get when you're a clever thinker, like Gretel was, right? And Hansel. Uh-huh. But later, as they walked outside, they realized they were not yet out of harm's way. They were still lost in the forest and could not find their way home. Just then, they heard the whistle of a songbird, and looking up, they saw the same little bird that had guided them to the witch's cottage. Dear children, I am so thankful to you for breaking the witch's spell and allowing me to fly freely. How can I ever repay you? It's a talking bird? That's amazing. It's very Good point. We do not know the way home, Gretel said. Can you show us the path to our little cottage? Certainly, said the bird. Just follow me, and you'll be home before long. Mm -hmm. After they had followed the bird for a time, the forest began to seem more and more familiar to them. And when they finally saw their father cutting wood outside his cottage, they ran to him and threw themselves into their father's arms. Hansel and Gretel, oh, my dear children, I have not known one happy hour since you have been gone, he said. 
and he then told them that their uncaring stepmother had died while they were in the forest and that he deeply regretted allowing her to take them away. I will never let anyone separate us again, he promised, and reunited at last. All of their sorrows were at an end, and they lived perfectly happy together in happiness. And that... The witch was never ever to be heard of again. Oh, the witch was never to be heard of again. And do you know what I would do if I were them? I think I would say, hey, Dad, we found like this jackpot of a house with the most delicious walls. Let's go back and eat it. And then probably scoop up my dad and go back and live in the witch's house and eat all the outside of it. <laughs> but that is another story for another day, I think. And this one has come to an end. So shall we say the end? Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.